This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and I'm here on Messianic Vision today. We have a wonderful, powerful program for you. My guest is a well-respected prophetic voice in the world. His ministry is marked by powerful signs and wonders, and he carries a mantle, a mantle of impartation. God has also given his ministry a strong influence on the manifest presence of God's glory in both corporate and one-on-one encounters. And you know what? If That sounds like a lot, but if that weren't enough, as the Spirit directs, he moves in a prophetic seer operation. Specific details about people's lives and their conditions are supernaturally revealed to him, creating faith in that person and leading to receiving their miracles. Okay, I'm sure by now you're saying, okay, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? You may even know. It's our good friend, Dr. James Maloney. James, welcome to Messianic Vision. Hi, Donna. You know what? I'm just going to have to someday meet this Dr. James Maloney. (laughs) He just sounds so powerful. He sounds pretty good, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) It's great to be on the program, and it's wonderful for all the listeners that are out there listening in. We thank you for that. Well, you've been with us several times, James, and you know what? It's, uh, It's no secret. You are known around the world as a prophetic voice and a seer. And something that I found so amazing When we started working on this program, I found out that you have walked in divine health for over 50 years until recently, and something happened. And uh, will you tell us about that? Well, yeah, Donna, I did. I uh, was very graced and blessed with a uh, strong constitution and... um, You know, aside from the fact uh, I went through a physical trauma around three years of age, Mm -hmm. after that period of time, I I spent uh, over um, 50-some years literally, honestly, walking in divine health. Now, I would have an occasional, you know, cold, this or that, like everyone may get. But as far as anything that was drastic or... Uh, you know, something that was um, dangerous. Uh, I never encountered or experienced that. And I went all over the world and some of the most, you know, uh, you know, sickened places and disease-ridden countries of the world and was just virtually inoculated from all of it, Mm -hmm. God's glory, so I could fulfill his purpose in those nations. But then... About 58 years of age, I got hit powerfully. It just really knocked me a loop. What happened there, James? Tell us. Well, uh, I, uh, you know, have always ministered to the sick and the afflicted since I was 17 years of age. I started the ministry at 17. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I'm 61. But I just, you know, had this... um, philosophical view, Donna, that I just, look, I'm called into the ministry. I have this strong constitution. Sure. And uh, I just pushed it, you know, night after night after night after night. And basically what happened after decades, I really unwisely broke down my uh, immunity system. Mm -hmm. I broke the laws of rest and recuperation. Um, I ministered sometimes um, 21 nights a month. We did that, I remember, over a 12-year period. My goodness. And um, it just caught up with me, Donna. It really did. And uh, in 2009, I just uh, felt like I was just, breaking down uh, and exhaustion and basically um, 
my immunity system was compromised because of the stress and the frustration, and, and then it, it, you know, entered into anxiety. And I know that people that are listening can relate to this mm-hmm. because of a um, physical trauma period of time in my life at three years of age, about a nine-month period of severe physical beatings by my stepfather because I was illegitimately conceived. Mm -hmm. And um, I was thrown in the closet, and the door was barred closed for about close to a year. My nose had been broken. My orbital bone in my left eye was completely broken. And uh, this uh, stepfather had kicked me uh, countless times on the left side of my forehead. If you're looking at me, it would be the right side. Mm And um, it just, what it did, it just covered over all of this broken mass of tissue and hair follicles and this and that. But my immunity system, again, was very strong, and um, I was saved Mm -hmm. by uh, the sheriff and my uh, soon-to-be adoptive father. They broke down the front door of the house and found out by the neighbors that I'd been in that closet for over a week without any food or water, and they broke down the um, door to the closet, and I was dying, Mm. and uh, they, of course, saved my life. Yes, yes. So you you were rescued from that situation, and then also, of course, adopted into a wonderful family. So pretty much you overcame that as a child, and now all these, all these decades later, you find yourself in a fight against this infirmity. Yeah, it's so strange, uh, Donna. It really is. I started feeling something strange up in my forehead Mm -hmm. near the areas where I had been beaten. And what we found out was that everywhere I was beaten, Donna, there were little seeds uh, of um, just dormant seeds And all of a sudden, up popped a tumor. And everywhere I had been beaten, everywhere, every place, Donna, uh, a uh, head tumor would appear. Yes. And I just had to start going to the doctors, going to the doctors, getting this one cut out, getting this one cut out, getting this one cut out, getting, I mean, everywhere he had beaten me. And, um, it, one was very severe uh, in the corner of my uh, left eye, and uh, it had grown. I did not know that, and it had grown so largely that it was, uh, they stated it, it was lethal, and they had to cut it out. Uh, and it it really did take a, a chunk out of a portion of my face, sadly mm-hmm. to say, they mm-hmm. had to take some skin from my wrist and, you know, reconstruct it. So, you know, here I am, you know, a uh, prophetic healing minister. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, I'm going through my own personal struggles physically, and, you know, I'm crying out like many that are listening, you know, God, you know, what happened? What? Why is this, you know, taking place? Is there, you know, something that I need to do or not do, right. say or not say? And, you know, right. All of those questions that so many have when they go through such struggles. Okay, James. Yeah, right here. Let me ask you. Um, I know the the physical side of this, but you said there's also a spiritual side to this. Uh, what did the Holy Spirit reveal to you about uh, when you were asking all these questions? What What have I done? What do I need to do? Where do I go from here? What did He say to you? Romans eight uh, teaches that um, the Holy Spirit, of course, abides within us. And other scriptures in uh, other places talk about the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that abides within us. And the Holy Spirit is abiding within us to rise up with us and work with us to come against whatever infirmity that we may be facing physically, mentally, or emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so I 
knew that scripture, and I just began to call upon the Lord. And it was very difficult because here I was, basically a nervous wreck. Right. You know, because my nerves were on edge. And mm-hmm. just in this incredible, excruciating pain. Right. At this point, you had gone through several surgeries. You had this issue with your eye. You, you said that you'd even had a stroke. Uh, so, yeah, you were going through a lot at this time. Yeah, it wasn't a stroke. It was uh, it was akin to a stroke. It was, the you know, the sort of the same manifestation. Basically, when they had to cut out in one of the surgeries a very large tumor, they cut the nerves on that side of my face. And uh, so my left side of my face basically became uh, like a stroke victim, just um, unusable. Okay. And uh, no feeling. Uh, now, what's exciting, and I want everybody to hear this right now, is that I'm right now in the process of getting feeling back. And the doctor said, that's impossible. I love that when doctors <laughs> that's impossible, you know. There's no way that those cut nerves could, you know, reconnect. There's so mm-hmm. thousands. And so it's either they're finding, you know, themselves again and reconnecting by the Holy Spirit's help mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. ones are being created, whatever. But anyway, Right. So you're seeking the Lord at this point. I just said, God, I'm, I'm shut down here. I'm 58 years of age. What's going on? What is it? So I begin to, of course, call upon the Lord like so many do. And uh, and I said, Holy Spirit, I open up to your conviction. You're my comforter. You know, just teach me. I have access to the Father's throne. And sure enough, the Holy Spirit began to pinpoint in my soulish life areas that I allowed um frustration, anxiety that began to manifest, not just through physical exhaustion, but I began to verbalize that exhaustion and anxiety, and and because I was so physically hurting, Donna, Mm -hmm. just horribly hurting. I I felt pain like that in my life. And uh, it's the verse of Scripture when it says... uh, you know, perverse speaking creates a breach in the spirit. And I got frustrated. I mean, I would be ministering to hundreds of people sick. Right. And people would stand in front of me with the same problem and get healed. And then I would go back to my hotel room with the same issue. Lord. Sure. What is this? Sure. You know, what's going on? James, do you, you talked about the, the perverse speaking and a perverse spirit as you were speaking against other people and ministries and your frustration here. Do you think that is what opened a door for this, this in, infirmity to attack you? Yes, I do believe that. I believe it's a combination of just the fact that you know, we live in this natural world. Mm-hmm. Physically, I just pushed myself. Right. Exhaustion. That's one reason, of course. Right. So it was a spiritual and a physical condition. Yeah, I believe whenever there is something physically that's this, you know, traumatic, there, there, there are open doors, or there can be open mm-hmm. doors. Mm-hmm. In those cases there are, and mine was this perverse speaking. Sure. My fear and anxiety, which is really just sort of a manifestation of unbelief, uh, to get to the core of the matter, really. But through that, Donna, I'm convinced that's what opened up the door to uh, not just if I had just kept, you know, pure in my uh, words and my attitude mm-hmm. and not not and more importantly, you know, uh, not angry at God, but just confused and frustrated at him. Sure, then sure. I probably would have gotten through this and it would have been dealt with in another way. But uh, no, I didn't do that. I I fell short of the glory of 
God. And well, James, you know what? I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you might be human too. <laughs> you know, all of us go through those times when we're tired, we're exhausted, we're frustrated, even in ministry or whatever. And it sounds like you were getting a double and a triple dose of all of this. But then when the Holy Spirit revealed the spiritual side of that to you, that's when things started to change. What did you do at that point? I just entered into tremendous brokenness. The Bible says you know, fall on the rock and be broken. And I just, uh, you know, and the best of my ability, and God knew my heart, Lord, please, I repent. I, you know, I didn't realize, you know, the severity of my frustration, right. anxiety, and, you know, and what I have been saying, you know, about a few others and, 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 you know, making the atmosphere of my home uncomfortable for mm-hmm. my wife and mm-hmm. children and grandchildren. And so, you know, my wife helped me through that. And I just w- entered into repentance and confession. And just I just had to take by faith that, you know, he's faithful and just to forgive us. And right. us from all unrighteousness. Right. I really couldn't feel anything. I mean, the only thing I felt for over a two-year period, Donna, was nothing but intense pain. And when I mean pain from one to 10, I always, even with heavy medication, lived at about an eight level. Mm-hmm. And all I could do is just lay there, but I repented in my spirit. I repented. And that, and I could just sense my spirit, man, become alive. You know, my body was racked with pain. Right. My head was racked with pain. You know, I hear a couple of things that you're saying that I think is encouragement to all of us because we all experience those things sometimes. And I hear you talking about once that was revealed, your your just complete brokenness and your complete repentance and your complete asking of forgiveness for this. And is it is it the proper language to say that that door was opened? Then you were able to close that door. Absolutely. I just had to come to the grips that, you know, there's an open door somewhere here. And once it got closed and I really fell on the rock and I just humbled myself before my wife, my children and and just, you know, I even called a few minister friends, you know, and submitted to them because I had been frustrated, mm-hmm. related to them. They were so gracious to forgive and, and all. I began to heal. I, in other words, I could sense that grace had, had always been there. It had never been had right. lifted right. at all. But I began to sense it surge. And, you know, the doctors say, uh, we just don't understand why that was so simple, so easy, why, you know, those type of things, you could just sense that God yes. was using it all to, uh, and then yet underlining, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my mind and my spirit, Lord, at any moment here, you can just step in. And just jump right in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> right on in. Anytime now. But anytime, you know, but here I am still, you know, <laughs> waiting for, you know, uh, the the completion of the manifestation right. is what I'm trying to say. You know what, James, in all in all that you're, you're going through and then the repentance and then the door being closed, now that this, this is something that you told me that I just think is so, so powerful and worth saying, now that the, the healing has begun and you're on the other side of this trial, you said that you look at this as a major victory. Wow. You know, um, there's a scripture in First Thessalonians that says, chapter 5, In everything mm. give thanks. Yes. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Yes. Now, it doesn't say for everything give thanks. Right. Like we're to thank God for I've got cancer in my head. Right. You know, that it, that's... You know, the author of that is Satan. Of course. of course, and that's an important distinction, not for everything, but in everything. Yeah, and what that's basically saying to me, Donna, is that no matter what you're going through, even if uh, you have failed, fallen short, which is, of course, 
in my case, you know, um, that that's, you know, the reason why the doors were open and mm-hmm. closed them. But, you know, we can still give thanks because God's will will be, if we keep our eyes upon him, will ultimately work itself out to his glory and honor and for our best. That's what I perceive that scripture. Amen. Amen. Well, you're listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest today, Dr. James Maloney, and we are offering a powerful resource today by James. It's a five-CD teaching series called Greater Heights in the Supernatural. Now, this series includes the title CD, Greater Heights in the Supernatural, which contains a prayer of impartation, plus four other teachings, The Spirit of Boldness, Tearing Down the Wall of Isolation, Part 1 and Part 2, and Anointed to See. So Sid and I want to make sure that you don't miss this opportunity to get that package today. The enemy certainly tried to take James out to put an end to his life and his ministry. But what he meant for evil has pushed James into greater heights. So when we come back, James is going to tell us about the greater heights that he is experiencing in his ministry now. Don't go away. In March of 2017, James Maloney had a prophetic visitation from a messenger angel who imparted to him a dynamic shift in the Holy Spirit. Since then, God has been moving even more miraculously through him. He has been given the ability to impart this powerful anointing to others to flow in this end-time anointing too. We all have a calling to not only the people around us, the brethren, but people in the nations of the world. Now he wants to empower you to experience the tangible presence of God. Call now and get James Maloney's five-part audio CD teaching series, Living in God's Tangible Presence, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3192. Through this exclusive and anointed five-part audio CD teaching series, James Maloney will teach you how to achieve greater heights in the supernatural and help impart this brand new anointing of the Holy Spirit to you. Through this exclusive five-part audio CD teaching, you will understand that the tangible presence of God is life-changing and is not just on us. God wants to have His presence radiate within you and flow out from you to others. This new shift in the Spirit will cause you to become sensitive to feeling, sensing, and seeing into the spirit realm on behalf of yourself and others. These particular CDs will not just teach you concepts, but they will be impartational. I believe that God will confirm His Word with the manifestation of His tangible presence that will rest upon you as you're listening. On CD number one, Greater Heights in the Supernatural, James Maloney shares about the prophetic vision he had with God's messenger angel and the dynamic shift in the Holy Spirit being made available for every believer to experience. On CD number two, Greater Heights in the Supernatural, receive an impartation of the Holy Spirit to walk in boldness like the Lion of Judah and to operate in compassion and gentleness like a dove. On CDs number three and four, Terry down the wall of isolation. James exposes the greatest lie and most devastating attack of Satan to the body of Messiah, that we are isolated from the powerful, tangible presence of God, and shares that the Heavenly Father accepts you with the same fervency that He accepts His own Son. On CD number five, Anointed to See. As believers, we are indeed anointed to see what God wants and what He is doing in our lives. Through this teaching, James will help facilitate the seer anointing in you. Included on this audio CD series, James Maloney gives prayers of impartation for you to begin experiencing the tangible presence of God. He also prays for you for your healing to manifest a greater hunger for more of God, for you to receive God's kingdom authority and power, for you to reach greater heights in the supernatural, for you to experience an acceleration in receiving your breakthrough, your miracle, and your healing. Don't miss out on getting James Maloney's five-part audio teaching series, Living in God's Tangible Presence, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3192. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 3192 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today.
This is Messianic Vision, and we're back with Dr. James Maloney. And James, we all love to hear the stories about miracles, healings, wonderful things that God does. And I know you certainly have a lot of those in your meetings. So um, we're going to talk about some of those, but I'd love to start with something very personal to you. You've had uh, amazing miracles in, in both of your children, in your son and also in your daughter. Tell us about those. Well, yeah. Um... Donna, I um, have a biological son, and that in and of itself is a testimony that um, the drunk doctor, uh, when he was uh, delivering my son, uh, pulled my wife off of the table when my son was crowning Mm -hmm. and fell on the floor and ripped her completely open and wow. ripped everything out. And she, I mean, there was like uh, close to half of her blood just s- splashed on everybody. And uh, I, I began to take authority over that flow of blood, mm-hmm. the spirit of death. She was dying. And uh, he watched some unseen hands, angelic, I would suspect. And I was standing there. I saw this. Put everything back into place and uh, closed her up, and she stopped bleeding. And the doctor started sobbing and the nurses and weeping and saying, we're seeing a miracle. We're seeing a miracle. This doctor and my son is perfectly normal. I said all of that to say that I told my wife, I said, look, I'm not going to go through this with you again. You, you may want another child, but, you know, you know I, 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 I can't handle that. I, I, I couldn't handle it. And so uh, I just felt it was prudence. We have a son. Thank God he's normal. And yet my wife just kept sensing, we need a little girl. We need a little girl. And uh, I was going over to India and crusades, massive crusades in the early 80s. And um, I was walking uh, the streets, the filthy streets with dying children and this and that. And over in the corner was this little, I found out, 12-day-old little baby girl that had just lain there abandoned. And I picked her up in my left hand. She weighed, I guess, four pounds or whatever. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, she's yours if you want her. And um, it took uh, Donna uh, about a year for me to get her from India to the United States. And I had already committed to adopt her. And... um, we're in the United States, and, you know, again, it took a year, and she was in this fondling home. Well, we got this, you know, message that my daughter had uh, entered into a coma, and she was, I think, maybe three months old, three months later, and um, she would probably not come out of the coma uh, because of dysentery the number one killer for baby infants in India. And um, we begin to intercede and pray. So she was in the coma in in India? Yes, she was in the fondling home and being cared for by the, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, precious nurses, Mm -hmm. indigenous nurses. And uh, she just entered into a coma, which they knew that, you know, it's, really too late. We don't have the electrolytes to give her to pull her out of that. So she's in a coma. So we ought to tell the Maloney's who adopted her that, look, you know, she probably won't survive. She's been in a coma. And it was uh, quite a period of time that she had been in a coma, uh, three weeks. And they just had been keeping her alive through, you know, intervenous, but they were running out and Mm -hmm. they just thought, you know, three weeks now, she's just, she's just going to die. 
And it took that long. Now, nowadays, it wouldn't, of course, you know, with the social media that we have, but it took that long to get that message to me. I'm thinking, three weeks, she's been in a coma, and we begin to fast and pray and intercede, and my wife especially, and we were in a hotel room because we were in a series of meetings in California, and so I had to go to the meetings. And I, Joyce said, uh, I'm going to stay and continually pray for Elisa. And um, I was ministering, and my wife just began to call upon the Lord God, have mercy, and, you know, she's ours, and we claim her, and we rebuke death. And it was one of the most amazing experiences that my wife has ever had was it was like the heavens were open, and this purplish cloud, she could see it physically, descended down upon her, and God spoke to her and said, your daughter is fine. She will be raised up. All is well. And that's all that my wife needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, you know, a few minutes later, walked through the door after the series of meetings, and I could barely get into the room because of the glory of God. It just knocked me over practically. And she said, the Lord just spoke to me all as well with our daughter. And immediately, well, actually, again, it took about three weeks to get the message that at that moment, when the Lord spoke to her, we, we, we have it. I mean, we have proof of this. At that moment, was when my daughter came out of the coma and just was normal. Everything was restored. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you know what? I love to hear miracles like that. And I know you see them and you hear them and you have them in your ministry all the time. But sometimes when there is a creative miracle, I mean, it's just, it makes people's faith explode too. And one of the the most amazing ones that I've ever heard of, you told us about a creative miracle about a young man in Oregon where you were ministering. And he, he came up to the prayer line and you looked at him and you asked the same thing you always ask, uh, what would you like for the Lord to do for you? What happened? Yeah, I don't know why I asked that. <laughs> I just, you know, I just I just talk with people just regularly, just like a brother and sister in the Lord. What do you want the Lord to do for you, you know? And, right. And uh, I, I, I couldn't understand him. I said, excuse me? Uh, you know, he couldn't speak. And then his uh, wife um, said, well, my husband has uh, no tongue. I I said, uh, would you repeat that? Uh, well, he has no tongue. And not only that, Donna, uh, all of his teeth, because he was born with no tongue, they were all uh, flat, turned inward flat. Hmm. They were flat. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just it's trying to figure this thing out, you know, you know, here's this beautiful wife telling me she doesn't, he doesn't have a tongue, and his teeth flatten, and he opened up his mouth. I mean, it was amazing. There was no tongue, and had never had one, right? Never, no. It was never, it never been created, and so all his life, his teeth just turned inward, flat. I don't even know how he ate, you know, and um, so I just was ministering at a very, what I term, high operation, it just seemed like there was just a real prevalent gift of faith, because previously I administered to two or three people with very exacting uh, insight into what they had gone through, what was wrong with them. And when that happens, when God reveals that to me, mm -hmm. this gift of faith drops. Because there's absolutely no way, Donna, I could know those details right. without God's gift of supernatural faith giving me the courage to describe what I'm seeing before me. Well, that causes faith to rise upon the congregation. So, you know, everybody's got this anticipation, and this man comes up, and he has no tongue. So I'm in this gift of faith, so I start proclaiming 
That's part of the operation of the gift of faith is through proclamation. You decree a thing and it shall be established. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, it's like my words become energized and they become God's words in a sense. And I said, uh, put, put your finger in your mouth. And it's kind of embarrassing for him, but you know, here's 1,500 people, and here's his wife, and you want prayer. But he he was obedient, so he stuck his finger uh, in his mouth. I said, "Do you feel a tongue yet?" He goes, "No." I said, "Keep feeling." Uh, about two or three times. No. About the fourth time, I said, "Are you feeling?" Now, now I'm seeing mm-hmm. ridge. A seeing, like above his head, I'm seeing a ridge forming. He felt that ridge in in his throat area. I said, do you feel the ridge? He goes, uh-huh. And when he said, uh-huh, he opened up his mouth wide, took his finger out, and this tongue just flew out, right out in front of everybody. Well, pandemonium broke out. I'm sure. So hilarious was he went around 1,500 people and given testimony by just literally having his tongue stuck out so everybody could see it. It was really dear. And uh, that night, uh, overnight, God straightened his teeth to perfection. So he has a brand new tongue and a brand new set of teeth, perfectly normal, and uh, giving God glory. And, you know, of course, it just uh, just set on fire the entire congregation. I'm sure. After that, to God's glory and honor, which is astounding just astounding miracles and healings to God's glory. Yes, Uh, yes, for sure. And then there was a young girl who only had a a bit of an earlobe. She didn't have an ear. And that was also a creative miracle. Yeah, it was in Kalamazoo, Michigan, a great church. And praise me unto the Lord. You know, I'm getting kind of tired. You know, it's close to one in the morning, you know. And uh, here, this finally, this teenage girl, probably 16, she had her hair down in front of her face. You couldn't even see her face. She was so embarrassed. But she pulled back her hair, and she pointed, and she just had a little tip of an ear lobe. Yes. And she wanted a miracle. Well, as I reached forward to touch that area, she backed away. She, you know, Because there was more that she was in need of, Donna. But then when she pulled away to my right, I saw three winged angels just rush down upon her and cover her. And there were many that saw that. Yes. And they were doing something on her for about 30 seconds. And then they just fluttered away. Mm -hmm. And I just went up to her. And I said, do you feel the ridge? And when I put my hand on where there should be an ear, I could feel a line appear in the shape of an ear on on her head, mm-hmm. her skull. And it took 45 minutes, but God fully and completely recreated her ear or created her ear for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when it was finally completed, not only was she healed physically, but she was more importantly, or as important, I should say, healed inwardly. Yes, all that is amazing. Her, all the anger, all the frustration mm-hmm. was gone. That is amazing. And you know what? I'm sure all of us like me could could sit and listen to those types of stories and miracles and just testimonies of what God is doing uh, all day long. But uh, we're going to have to take a break in just a moment. But I want to ask you about one more. A lot of ministers minister to people that have metal in their bodies for whatever reason. 
joint replacements or, you know, operations, accidents, whatever. But you told us one that happened uh, in Topeka, Kansas, where this man had metal in his body and you prayed for it. And, and let me even say before you start telling this story that some of the witnesses that saw this happen was a man and his wife. And the wife is an actual medical doctor at quite a prestigious hospital uh, that's actually connected with the Mayo Clinic. So to me, that makes it even more amazing when, when medical professionals see what God does supernaturally. Absolutely. Yeah. Will you tell us about the, the man that came up to you for prayer? Well, uh, he was in Topeka, Kansas, and he was a, a vet, and uh, he fell on a grenade or something. And to protect his, you know, that wonderful story, you know, where they fall on the grenade to protect their uh, uh, colleagues. Yes. And uh, he complete his right shoulder was completely gone. His right hip was taken out. His ankle, uh, his knee was completely demolished. And his ankle right ankle is his right side so uh he had a plastic uh shoulder i know it sounds strange Mm -hmm. how they can do that and and you know still keep a portion of your arm uh which was he couldn't really use it and his hip was completely replaced titanium his knee was completely replaced with titanium and his ankle Plus, he had other problems on the other side, internal issues. I mean, there was there was several things. I mean, you know, and what was so precious and heartbreaking as well was that he was on crutches and bent over, you know, been this way for years. And it took him like 30 minutes from the back to get to the front. And I was so absorbed and ministered to other people, I didn't notice it. And all of a sudden, he's standing in front of me. And uh, once again, I enter into what I term a visionary operation. Mm -hmm. I specifically describe verbatim about the incident in the war. Yeah. And how that the explosion had created this and your... Uh, the Lord showed me your your shoulders plastic, and now I have seen that that before in other times in ministry. You know where God has recreated it, uh, other people's shoulders that had the same problem. But your hip and your knee and da 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 da, and he was in excruciating pain. And what happened was that as I was speaking over him, the titanium. Now, that's the only way. Now, I had this precious sister, this medical doctor, Joy. I call her Dr. Joy. And she's, you know, a prestigious doctor. And her husband was right there. And she's, her face was right up against this guy. She knows, his name is Kevin, I believe. And she's known him for years, his situation. Mm-hmm. And this metal spurted out of his trousers from his skin out of his trousers and landed on the floor and it was carpeted and so here was all the silver gray stuff well you started to hear snap crackle and pop and the first thing he did was he threw the right crutch over to the side of the wall and started rotating his shoulder and he says oh my lord i have a brand new shoulder and so (laughs) uh Dr. Joy started feeling, you know, because she knew him. And, well, that's not plastic, that's bone. And she felt, and he had a brand new shoulder. And he said, oh, and then he started to walk where he couldn't do that. And and he had to take little baby walks. It was, you know, but she felt his hip. Well, the, the, I, you know, there's usually, you know, pins or uh rods right. or you know i don't know you know little knobs that you feel there and they weren't there and 
the knee as well, especially the ankle. She says, I know that there's screws there, and she couldn't feel the screws. And so when she got down to his foot, she noticed all this gray, wet stuff, and she took her hand and pressed down upon it, and she looked at her hand, and her hand was covered with that, and it smelt rancid, Mm -hmm. like just metal, you know, like uh, uh, dirty smelling battery, you know, rancid battery of a car, car battery. And he just dropped his crutches and started walking like a you know little baby, taking baby steps. And then after about 10 minutes, he's walking normally. And then I'm still ministering to people. And about another 10, 15 minutes goes by. I'm looking in the back there, and he's jumping up and down. And then about 15 minutes later, he's dancing <laughs> back. And so she, he went to her and to her hospital, prestigious hospital, mm-hmm. did a complete and total, uh, you know, CT scan or whatever, PET scan, you know, MRI, whatever. And there was not one trace of plastic metal. He was completely, the, his whole entire body was created, recreated as if he had never, ever had any problem uh, with his body. And and he looked like uh, 20 years younger. Oh, my goodness. Well, all you can do is say, thank the Lord above, right? Oh, thank the Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is an amazing story. And, you know, we never get tired of hearing any of the things like that. Uh, God is absolutely so good. Well, I'm talking with Dr. James Maloney today, and uh, we definitely want you to have an opportunity to get James's new and powerful five CD teaching series called Greater Heights in the Supernatural. Well, in March 2017, James had a prophetic declaration from a messenger angel that declared a shift in the spirit. And James believes that it applies to this next decade. James is going to tell us about the angelic visit and about this new shift in the spirit when we come back. In March of 2017, James Maloney had a prophetic visitation from a messenger angel who imparted to him a dynamic shift in the Holy Spirit. Since then, God has been moving even more miraculously through him. He has been given the ability to impart this powerful anointing to others to flow in this end-time anointing too. We all have a calling to not only the people around us, the brethren, but people in the nations of the world. Now he wants to empower you to experience the tangible presence of God. Call now and get James Maloney's five-part audio CD teaching series, Living in God's Tangible Presence, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3192. Through this exclusive and anointed five-part audio CD teaching series, James Maloney will teach you how to achieve greater heights in the supernatural and help impart this brand new anointing of the Holy Spirit to you. Through this exclusive five-part audio CD teaching, you will understand that the tangible presence of God is life-changing and is not just on us. God wants to have His presence radiate within you and flow out from you to others. This new shift in the Spirit will cause you to become sensitive to feeling, sensing, and seeing into the spirit realm on behalf of yourself and others. These particular CDs will not just teach you concepts, but they will be impartational. I believe that God will confirm His Word with the manifestation of His tangible presence that will rest upon you as you're listening. On CD number one, Greater Heights in the Supernatural, James Maloney shares about the prophetic vision he had with God's messenger angel and the dynamic shift in the Holy Spirit being made available for every believer to experience. On CD number two, Greater Heights in the Supernatural, receive an impartation of the Holy Spirit to walk in boldness like the Lion of Judah and to operate in compassion and gentleness like a dove. On CDs number three and four, tearing down the wall of isolation. James exposes the greatest lie and most devastating attack of Satan to the body of Messiah, that we are isolated from the powerful, tangible presence of God, and shares that the Heavenly Father accepts you with the same fervency that He accepts His own Son. On CD number 5, Anointed to See. 
As believers, we are indeed anointed to see what God wants and what He is doing in our lives. Through this teaching, James will help facilitate the seer anointing in you. Included on this audio CD series, James Maloney gives prayers of impartation for you to begin experiencing the tangible presence of God. He also prays for you for your healing to manifest a greater hunger for more of God, for you to receive God's kingdom authority and power, for you to reach greater heights in the supernatural, for you to experience an acceleration in receiving your breakthrough, your miracle, and your healing. Don't miss out on getting James Maloney's five-part audio teaching series, Living in God's Tangible Presence, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 3192. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 3192 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Dr. James Maloney. And James, before we went to break, we talked about an encounter that you had in March of 2017, this year, and and it was a, a declaration of a shift in the spirit. Tell us about that. Well, it's interesting, Donna, that uh, you bring that up because it's it's quite unique. It really is quite unique. Um, there was a, a, a prophet of the Lord. His name was Bob Jones. He's gone on to his reward. And I think it was right around 2013 or so that he prophesied. And he said on March 11th of 2017, now think about that. This was like four years earlier, I believe. Mm-hmm. That uh, there is going to be a shift in the spirit for the people of God concerning greater breakthroughs and healing and the miraculous and a greater sense of authority and kingship and acceleration into the things of the Spirit. Right. And uh, that basically was the crux of the message. And so I had forgotten about it, really. And so uh, March 11th of this year... I was in Columbus, Ohio, in a, a large conference ministering, and I had forgotten about March 11th. And uh, March 13th, so that was a, a Saturday night, I believe. And then Monday night on the 13th, I was at home here, and, and uh, I was awakened at 1030 at night. And right at the foot of my bed, and I do not embellish, at the foot of my bed was this messenger angel. And it it lit up the room where he was at, that side of the room, at the foot of my bed. And it was just like standing, just, I mean, I wasn't having a vision, Donna. He was just standing there. Mm -hmm. And and what he did was, it was kind of dear. He he sort of tickled my feet. Well, everybody in, that knows me in my family, there's one thing you know about dad. Don't touch dad's feet. I mean, that's one thing I can't handle. I mean, you know, I just, my <laughs> so sensitive, you know, and, and yet that angel, I don't care. I won't wake this, you know, this young man up. It'd tickle my feet. Well, I about went to the roof and then and then I almost went to the roof looking and seeing that it was an angel. And I I just I'm just I lay back down and I'm, I'm looking over at him and he speaks audibly to me and he says this. He said the shift is upon the body of Christ. And what the prophet declared in March eleventh for March eleventh it has now there were some personal things donna mm-hmm. that were shared about my life and ministry that i'm not really comfortable to share personally with the audience okay concerning my life and ministry but i will say this that what the angel said was a shift is truly 
upon the church. It has begun a new shift, a new phase towards greater acceleration. There's that word again. Mm -hmm. Uh, for healing and the miraculous and greater breakthroughs. And this has to do with you personally for your physical miracle, but also your ministry in acceleration and increase in this phase that you're moving into. You know, I'm 61, so, you know, the next 10, 12 years, I suspect, is what he was implying. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it wasn't just about me, it was about the entire body of Christ that uh, there would be uh, spiritual fathers and mothers like forerunners that would inspire the emerging generation to rise up as God's army, Mm -hmm. and that would go forth. This is what was declared to me. And uh, just be faithful, and that was it. And, of course, I didn't sleep the rest of the night. (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) You know, I just think, God. And, uh, you know, I felt like asking, you know, um, I've still got these physical issues that I'm, working through, uh, and you're talking about, you know, the restoration of my, I felt like, I wish you would have stayed around so I could ask him, uh, right. be completed sooner or later, you know, I mean, I felt like, you know, just, you know, trying to be humorous here, you know, but I didn't, he didn't hang around, you know, for me to ask him that question, but uh, I, I was just overwhelmed and grateful for that. And it was a confirmation of that prophetic word. Yes. Yeah, sure. Jones had given, you know, so I want everyone to know that's listening. It's not just about James Maloney. It's about everyone that, uh, you know, we're right now facing incredible crises Mm -hmm. in this nation. I don't have to you know, tell people this, you know, if it's if it's not an earthquake, it's a hurricane. If it's not a hurricane, it's a tornado. And, you know, I just feel led of the Lord right now. I, I, Don, if you don't mind, I feel led of the Lord to pray. Sure. I feel led of the Lord to speak an impartation of grace and peace in Jesus' name over the precious listeners right now, wherever you live in this nation and the world. Whatever you're facing and going through in Jesus' name, that the grace will be manifested, that there will be an acceleration of God's manifestation of power and wisdom to give you understanding and what you're going through and give you the answers to the perplexing questions you may have and to bring the breakthrough. Oh, I just, I just speak right now in Jesus' name. Just his intervention of power and love, and also just tremendous understanding in the midst of all of these things that people are going through. That even though in the natural it's trying times, but in the realm of the supernatural, where sin abounds, grace doth more will abound, the Bible says. And that, that what you see that may be happening that's you know, destroying your lives in many respects in the natural realm, realize that there's going to be a grace and a supernatural unction if you will receive it in Jesus' name. That's going to be bringing forth an accelerated manifestation of God's provision, God's intervention, God's power and protection in your life, and God's going to take and utilize and use all of this to bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus and restore for you, and that he'll give you a testimony of his greatness, even in the midst of great difficulty. This is life. This is what we go through sometimes. But in the midst of it all, he is faithful, and he will watch over his word to perform it. So in Jesus' name, receive it. Yes, yes. Thank you for that, James. You know, something that you said just before you started to pray, I appreciated this so much, that this shift 
that this messenger brought, uh, the shift in the spirit was not just for you or other ministers. It's for the body. It's for the people listening. It's for me uh, and, and anyone that might hear this word. Absolutely. I mean, it's not about James Maloney. Uh, that's what I've been trying to convey for almost close to 45 years of ministry, Donna. It's not about, well, the Lord is using James Maloney. Mm-hmm. I, You know, it's about, okay, the Lord may be using me to whatever degree and level, and of course I need to yield and be used sure. in your way. But, you know, it's whatever level I'm operating in, it's to inspire the person that's not only getting healed, but those that are watching and seeing the demonstration and hearing the declarations Mm -hmm. of what God is saying so that when they leave, you know, that congregation or leave that crusade or whatever, that they go back, you know, I mean, life's life. They go Mm -hmm. back into the same problems and situations. Right. Go back with uh, a greater understanding. Something, I, I pray that that God reinforces their inner man. If there's anything, Donna, that in our interview here that I can stress is that in spite of the pain in my body, emotional frustrations and anxieties and struggles uh, in my mind and the torment that the enemy tried to bring that, you know, you're going to die and, and, or, you know, you're not going to get healed. You know, you hear these things in your mind, but here's my spirit, man, with the Holy Spirit abiding in me, rising up. And, and you can just, we, we've got to learn and teach people how to listen to their inner man, their inner mm-hmm. man, the spirit of the man has to take dominion over their thought life and take dominion over their emotions and their body. And that's what I pray that's happening right now and is being imparted right now to the listeners that they, this is going forth right now, what we're declaring and what this interview is, its purpose is that it's touching their inner man and their spirit man, and that this is going to seal this work of God's grace so that whatever they have to go back and face, whatever we're facing now as a nation and as a world, that there is a shift. Yes. There is a supernatural shift for greater accelerations and breakthroughs financially, open doors, miracles and healings, and not just for James Maloney, not just for ministers, but for every believer. And what's so wonderful about this shift that was shared with me by this angel is it is impartational. And you know what? That's something that that is a big part of your ministry, James. I remember I mentioned that in my introduction to you when we started the program. You carry a mantle of impartation. And, you know, as as you have freely received, you freely give and you impart these gifts and, and these anointings. And I so appreciate that about you. And I know God uses you in a great way to do that. So uh, I certainly received that today. So thank you very much. Let me ask you this question. As you received this message from this from this angel, this declaration about this shift in the spirit, have your gifts increased since then? Yeah, there is an acceleration but I want it to be for the purpose to inspire those that are sitting there that, look, this is going to be happening through your life in whatever area, whatever realm, whatever need. We're not just talking about healing miracles. We're talking about breakthroughs you need at your job or mm-hmm. children or finances or whatever the case may be. And we are getting some emails of people affirming that, hey, you know, things are just uh, hastening and quickening. And uh, it's easier, is what is yes. the person said. It's just, it just seems it's easier. There's a greater grace of yes. oil, if I could. And that's that word acceleration again, acceleration like you've been experienced in in miracles and healing and the seer anointing, even it's accelerating. So um, that, we've been talking about that all the way through here. Uh, so it seems that 
Well, we know that the attack that you experienced over the last couple of years, we know that Satan meant that as a setback, but it's actually pushed you, James, to what you're calling greater heights, this acceleration, these frequencies of miracles and healings. It's, it's a greater height in the supernatural. Well, you know, Donna, it's sad, really, that it took. You know, this I'm having to catch up, and really, honestly, you know, and and the Lord's using the circumstances, situation that maybe I'm not getting an instantaneous miracle, you know, but I am being healed. But in the process of the time that I believe I received when I prayed and the time that it's going to be completely manifested in my body. And that's what was conveyed to me by the angel, that there will be a day that I will stand in front of the mirror and I will look at myself and there will not be one trace of anything that I went through physically in surgeries or whatever, as if I had I never had the problem. Yes, yes. Well, James, we have come to the end of our time today, and I'm going to have to let you go, which, uh, of course, we could talk on and on about the goodness of God and his faithfulness. That is certainly one of the things that I love so much. You know, something that has encouraged me so much today, James, is that when you could have given up, you didn't. You didn't take that opportunity to to go and hide, but you kept on going. You kept on going, kept on ministering the faithfulness of God, and I so appreciate that. Well, I'm Donna Chavis, and you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our very special guest today, Dr. James Maloney. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this powerful five-CD teaching series by James, Greater Heights in the Supernatural. Sid? God has graced Dr. James Maloney's ministry with such a strong manifest presence of his glory. Now you can experience the presence as you listen to this five CD teaching series, Living in God's Tangible Presence. You'll feel it and you will have the impartation because this is what this messenger angel did with James. He released an impartation upon him to transfer that same presence of God, that same miracle anointing to the people he prays for. And he prays that prayer of impartation in these five amazing messages which with amazing presence of God. So be sure to order Living in God's Tangible Presence for an investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 3192. Once again, that's offer number 3192. 